Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, true believers. This is Stan Lee, and I want to be sure to see you at my Los Angeles Super Comic Con on October 28th to 30th. And be sure to use code MELTDOWN for 12% off your tickets. Excelsior. Where nerd culture collides with hip hop. Tell them it one more time. Oh, some hip hop shit. This is on some hip hop shit. You are here listening to the selections of one B. Schultz along with my homies. I have to my right. Sir Kano Kid. Kano Kid. Kano, what up? What up? Kano is our returning champion. <laughs> he champion of what? <laughs> Yo, comes... the pe- y'all the people's champs. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. <laughs> comes to us by way of is, left rack. This is side B. Yeah, exactly. B side. <laughs> if y'all don't, uh, haven't heard Kano's first podcast on, on some hip hop shit, just go back into the fucking iTunes queue and and just go start doing your dishes. Yep. Put put on your earphones and enjoy. That's right. Then come back to this one. And get blessed again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> again, and again and again. Oh my goodness. Shout out to self Uno. Word. The homie who put us together. And then we found out we got other friends in common. It's crazy. The yep. small world, small world syndrome. Um, and we have with us our guest of honor. There she is. Yes, she is. Straight from Low Rider magazine. We've been trying to make <laughs> we've been trying to make this happen That's for right. a while. She's yeah. a busy lady and a sick lady. Yes, uh, but has blessed <laughs> us with her presence, Miss Ritzy. Gracias, gracias. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we're finally making it happen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for blessing us on on some hip-hop shit. We are broadcasting from 7522 Sunset Boulevard in the heart of Hollywood. This is Meltdown Comics and Collectibles. (laughs) So come here, get your comics, get your collectibles. Y'all were out mingling. Yeah, we're out there looking at the toys and at the comics. It's all good. A lot of good stuff out there. Yeah. And yep. I met you for the yep. first time here in the back. That's right. That's right. What, That's in right. the back doing what? <laughs> <laughs> 
in the back gallery in the Nerdist showroom. Oh, 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 oh. Nerdist showroom. What was the? Uh, it, it was a really cool name of the show. It the was Mothership. Yeah. The Mothership Returns. The Mothership Returns. Yeah. And Ritzy had a couple pieces in the show. Yeah, just one. Just one. Yeah, okay. just one. I like that one. Thank you. Did it sell? Uh, no, it didn't sell. I okay. have it, so it's for sale. If you guys, me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> frame real want, nice frame real nice frame real nice one of a kind one, <laughs> one of, of a one kind. one of one one of one check out ritzy ritzy has a really cool website too like oh you, thank you you got all grown up square space <laughs> <laughs> kano put me up on a square space that's right give them your url <laughs> it's ritzyperiwinkle.com there you go it's, that's it it's really it's really official Thank you. And um, as this is an audiovisual uh, sing, program, sing, you sing, know, sing. while you listen to us, go check out the, yeah. the website. Wow, you do know, it. Click around, get yourself. Are you are you are you have a merch um, area yet? Or I I don't have it up yet. I okay. don't think I do. That's co- soon, I might have, but soon, yeah, for sometime. sure. Like in the next month or two, yeah, I'm gonna have it back up and have some more stuff That's in it, up. and yeah, for sure. And Ritzy also hosts, not only is a visual artist, <laughs> she does uh, graphics work. See. She does fine art. See. She hosts a podcast. See. Used to host two with this motherfucker over here. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> we were there early, but yeah. Yeah. She uh-huh. also makes babies and stuff. Oh. A, a baby. One <laughs> singular. She makes singular. baby. Yes. There you go. Supernaturals. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that that's no small job. No, hell no. Can exactly. you guys do that shit? No. <laughs> yo. Maybe. Yo. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. No, you can't. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We can we can be supporters. You can be supporters. <laughs> we, but we but can, I can grow we penises. Can we can assist. I can grow penises can up in here. Yeah, Yo, exactly. what? <laughs> Where are we going with this? Let's get back. Let's get I can back do to the shit. You guys can't do shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so that's a crazy thing about this podcast. Like we don't promote other podcasts on this show because it's all about on some hip hop shit. <laughs> And meltdown, click, gang, 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 gang. Oh, <laughs> oh. But uh, you have an especially cool podcast. Oh, thank you. So tell the people where you can find. So it. I have. Uh, it's called the Nerd Out. Okay. And it's two chicks. We nerd out, mm-hmm. and basically, uh, we've been doing. I think as long or as almost as long as we used to do your herd show, but that's still going. So okay. it, we just talk about. We have a lot of different guests on. Yeah. Um, and we just talk about how everybody. You don't have to necessarily be a nerd, but mm-hmm. everyone nerds out about something cholos nerd out about like oldies music mm. you know low riders and I, i've seen that firsthand i didn't know, know I mean? that shit yeah like <laughs> and it's just about nerding out which means like you want to know especially with the internet available it you want to know every fucking little piece of information on that one thing because you're so into it mm-hmm. so like what, me, that's like me and white chicks yeah milk of magnesias that's what he loves <laughs> the moms um so he nerds out about that and so we're just talking we talk to different people from does all walks wife, of life does your wife know that yeah my wife's wife she, i'm she, just saying <laughs> like say you, you, didn't, you said plural you didn't say singular <laughs> like <laughs> Well, I my wife knows I, I love a black woman. Like I'm not like I love black chicks on the podcast. Okay. He's stunting on you, wife. I'm just saying. Whoa! <laughs> I can edit this out. No, I, you don't have to edit it. 
It's all good. No, Kano's known. He's known and prone. It's hilarious. There you go. Known it's and it's prone. just jokes, wow. man. It's Friday. Yeah, man. It's, it's Friday. Friday. It's a holiday weekend. That's what I tell wifey. I'm like, those was jokes. Them was jokes. Man, we got to do this. We do this for the people, man. We do this for the people. <laughs> awesome hip hop shit is for is not for the children. It's for the it's people. It's not for the children. Yeah, yeah, no. no, it's not for the no, children. Not at so all. you know, close your ears, kiddos, because <laughs> you might hear some some shit. That's why I call, that's why I put shit in the title so we just know off top yeah. from jump that you can earmuffs. Yeah, let it rip. Fuck it. You only live once <laughs> in this lifetime. He's pointing like. Y'all believe Kato's it? I, y'all, I know, man. He's like, he's telling, he's telling the <laughs> he's, god. He's, he's, he's dropping you some bars right now, Kano. I don't know if you're no, picking them up, he's, but he's he's giving no. you some bars. I, I just, it's I just didn't crazy. Know, I didn't know that, son. No, man. I, I mean, you only. It's just it's crazy to me sometimes, like how I figured out that I survived up until this point in life. You know mm. what I mean? Like you think about certain paths that you could have took. You could have gone left, and you could have gone right. And like the fact that you went right really helped you out. So, you. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be here um, with speaking, y'all. Speaking of that, we should talk about Ritzy's gang life. Yeah, her vida loca. Okay. Oh, is that right? So I'm not gonna tell ask us, you where you're from. Tell yeah. us when you make the right decision. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I look like a chola, but I mean, oh. I live some chola life, but you there know. you go. Yeah, there you go. You know the, uh, what you said about the oldies music and the and the um, cholos. I did not realize it to that extent. I think there was like a '50s concert happening um, at the Greek or was it the Art LeBeau concert? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, love- oh, I got my wife. I was like, this is gonna be great. Like. We're going to go out and, you know, just settle into, like, an oldies concert. And it was. It was great. We were the only black people there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, only. Like, I looked like there's got to be, like, some. No. It was just everyone had their zoot. I mean, if you didn't have your zoot suits, you know what I mean? You kind of. It was was a real eye-opener for me because it was like this. You're not from. I'm from from L.A. I'm from L.A. Oh, I thought you were from. Didn't we have a conversation about Boston or your mom lives in Boston or something? Yeah, my mom's my lo- oh, mom lives in Boston. And I grew up in New York a little bit. I was mm. back and forth between mm. New York and LA. But mostly grew up grew up out here, but I really did not know about that particular culture, you know. Oh yeah. Um You didn't have Mexican friends, Latino friends. Not really. Probably not enough. Like I have <laughs> Daniel Kano <laughs> is the homie. Shout out to you, Daniel, if you're listening. Um, and uh, Alethea Red Clay. You know what I mean? Those are <laughs> the, the, like that. That's, Two. Yeah. I'm just keeping it one thousand. Okay. No you know, I had a lot of friends who were from like Guatemala, Honduras. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but in terms of like. Chicano lifestyle, like oh yeah, it's hardcore. It's, it's hardcore, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, hardcore. into soul. I mean, music into like fifties doo wop. Like, yeah. What is the? How did? Can you enlighten I, me? I don't know. I mean, I know like cholo culture started a long time ago, yeah. around that same time, right. and so I don't know what the original origins, like how it all became as. I mean, because when I as as a Latina, as Mex as a Mexican, like. When I hear oldies, that's exactly, that's, I think about it first thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think about, like, 
oh, that artist is, you know, black. I just think oldies, I think of lowriders, cholos, cholas, right. yeah. dancing clothes, mm-hmm. you know, the three dots, you know, my cousin in prison. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, I grew up in it, so it just was natural that, you know, you go to car shows. I'm from San Diego, so we go cruising on Highland, mm-hmm. where all the cars would, you know, cruise. Um, and it was just like, oh, and, 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 it, and it's so, like, generational like it, it just you it's handed down and handed down like so even now yeah there's still respect for all these music mm-hmm. no matter what like say like you were born in the 80s yeah. it doesn't matter right. all these is like tried and true mm-hmm. like respect That's like cool. the music you respect you know them you know all the songs yeah and you would um and and so have you ever been to like whittier boulevard and like no no i've never i've always wanted to I, do they uh, still i don't know if they still cruise i don't know if it's allowed because i know yeah. like Anti-cruising. If they see you more, yeah, like yeah. more than twice, exactly. they like, you know. Yeah. But I'm sure way back in the day, since I'm not from here, but I'm right. from San Diego, like I think the equivalent, right. San Diego equivalent is Highland Avenue mm-hmm. in National City. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. Got it. You know, hardcore. And so, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a definite scene. And I, I just like that, um, the richness, like you say, of the culture where people like, it wasn't about like dressing down. Like you might be the most G'd up of the gangsters. Yeah. You were wearing suspenders. Yeah. You know, dress shoes. Oh, you're like nicest dress shirt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Not a t shirt, like a, car, maybe like a short sleeve cut. Yeah. Oh, please yeah. believe it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's a, I think that's kind of lacking in a lot of, yeah. you know uh nowadays but like those that are still true to that like when you know on the rare occasion when i see like a nice clean low rider and you see mm-hmm. it's all you know like the veterano dad that was like a cholo back in the days right. and now he has like his kids and like, it was like we saw like a procession it was like quinceanera mm-hmm. and so you see like the generations in their cars it was like right. in echo park and i was like yeah. that's nice it's fucking pride. Yeah, it's, hell, it's, it's pretty really dope. nice. I bust, I bust, uh, like That's I, right. I bust chops just for the hell of it, but it's pretty dope. It is I really mean, dope. I grew up in New York, so I just yeah. know like La Bamba, <laughs> like the movie <laughs> La Bamba, and like I just know it through film. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So when I do see hear stuff about that, like yeah. you know, um, kind of like Cholo's listening to oldies and stuff like that, I always yeah. think of that movie and things like that that always have like. The, that's the soundtrack to those yeah. kind of like yeah. uh, that's, a, that's, that's yeah that's a huge part of it and like to take it further uh, kind of off track but like mm-hmm. Roy Choi you know mm-hmm. he does like mm-hmm. you know when he like just to be real I don't think Roy I've ever Choi said, the restaurateur yeah, and like entrepreneur and he has the books and stuff so like when he came out when I you know cause I'm not from here and so when I when I first started seeing the taco trucks his taco truck is like Korean Mexican fusion right and then I'll be like and then so LA Taco you know LA Taco that's the famous site that it's all about LA and the culture yeah. and whatever so every March they have March Madness but it's Taco Madness mm-hmm. so they have like Sweet Sixteen da 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 and they break it down and they have a winner yeah. then they crown a winner who's so for a couple of years like this was like way back in the days. Kogi truck would always be in the running mm-hmm. and I'd be a straight hater. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, how does this fucker think he could be? <laughs> da, 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 da. Like, I wasn't right. knowing his history. Right. Fast forward to Miosito, my man, like he, he met him and stuff. And then I read his book and he gets, you know, you get a ghetto pass. Mm-hmm. You can get a Latino pass. He got, he, it's okay. It's authentic because he got in with the Latinos from school mm-hmm. and uh, he got into a car club. They brought him in. So, like, he knows that culture. He lived it. Right. He was part of it. So right. then I was like, okay. 
Uh-huh. You know, plus he's awesome and amazing the shit that he does now. But sure. I wasn't knowing. Yeah. And I was kind of like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But it's because he got in. He got to live and be exposed to the culture, like the the card clubs and yeah. the Latino culture. And there's a whole. There is like a Korean American kind of Latino connection where yeah. Yeah. you know business wise, you know, <laughs> clicked up. It's like, hey, yeah, you know, we need we need we need help. We'll learn how to speak. <laughs> we'll learn how to speak Spanish Dude, if we need to. If you go to the alleys, versa, yeah. if you go to Santi Alley, there's mm. one place I haven't been to in a while, but it's a place where I get some of my kicks. We're like, hey, let's eat, but they're real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're real. They're real. Um, they're, they're homeboy. They're Korean. Mm. They don't know English, but they know Spanish. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they know they know mm-hmm. their demo. Yep. They know who they deal with. Exactly. So it's yeah, yeah. business. It's business. And you that's you, you got to know. You got to know yeah. how to handle business. So yeah. if you need to know Espanol to handle business. There you you handle business. That's LA one on one. That's right. <laughs> so um, yeah, no. I, I'm sorry, we took that. I know. We sorry, took that, we took that diversion. <laughs> On <but>, the cholo tip. <laughs> no, that's um, as it's just something that is really a unique part of culture. Something that I never felt 100 percent comfortable with because all the hype or all the thing on the news was like, you know, the the gangs on initiation will shoot you if you're black. Like, just just cuz. Like, that was some shit, like, 10 years ago that was seriously popping. Oh, that's, that's like, real, yeah. It was, you know, so I just, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, then that's that's still a serious thing, especially, yeah. like, these uh, areas in L.A. that are being gentrified, like Highland Park's been for a while, but, you know, you know white yep. people can come in and feel fine because they're right. not knowing. But if you're right. black, you don't want to be anywhere near the Latino um um, communities that you know still have gang mm-hmm. you know gang activity and you know people because they'll do that they'll, yeah. they'll straight up do that and yeah. it, it's a shame because it should be no unity it, it, with it, the people it, it, of color i know of course you know what i'm saying but for whatever reason i mean i'm sure there's also a lot of deep-rooted politics it's and gotta be deep. It, it, it's super deep but i'm you know but yeah, that's real. And I don't think a lot of people know that because you just see mm-hmm. what's on the news or you're not exposed. You don't have people that live in those areas, right. you know, but like to hear people that are born and raised in L.A. and mm-hmm. know like are knowing what's happening in the streets. You know, they let me know like, oh, yeah, like we were actually looking to live a couple of places. And okay. that that actually was taken into consideration. Like, wow. where can you walk uh-huh. where as a as a black, you know, man. Right. You can walk and feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. where you ain't going to first get looked at crazy or just get run up on and yeah. shot. Like yeah. that's yeah. real. It's not going to be any questions. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be what set there's you no claim. Com- there's no, right, there's right, no right, conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's no conversation. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just, it's just yeah, yeah. So Hammers ringing. Yeah. And I, I people, right. a lot of people don't know that about L.A. And it's yeah. still like that. And, right. you know, just because it might be gentrified doesn't mean that. Where I mean, that shit has to go someplace. It's still there. Yeah. And it's the same fear mm-hmm. like... um that I had in the 80s and 90s when, like, it was real gang-banging, like, with Crips and Bloods. Like, yeah. I, you were not going to catch me wearing red, you know, because simply, like, Crips way outnumber Bloods and on site, you know, shit would pop off. Um, Which is crazy because I'm from San Diego, mm-hmm. and it's Blood Town. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and it was that I knew J-O like one felony. yeah and I knew like one dude that was like like I met him in college and he was a crib he was like yeah. oh, that was super rare yeah. and then I come up here for you know I transferred to college and then I didn't know like that it was a huge you know yeah 
a lot of blue up here. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. There, there's, you know, and the blood neighborhoods are very thorough. But just in terms of sheer numbers. Yeah, it's, it's real blue, right? Exactly. You yeah. go to street, street, streetgangs.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you can really find out the demographics. Actually, is it, streetgangs.com is actually a really interesting site because it's like uh, the PhD project of a guy who, you know, studied this. I mean, has this been around earliest, for a long time? It has been around for a I long have a book. time. This is Internet <laughs> 1.0. Because yeah. I have a book before Internet, like yeah. when, I, when I was still in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I have it. Um, but it like was an actual like book where it broke down. I think it was mostly San Diego, maybe a little L.A. Okay. And it broke down, like, the yeah. neighborhoods, yeah. their colors, mm. um, any, like, you know, tags, identifying tags. They take pictures, you know, all the, yeah. all the shit the fucking police do and stuff like that to keep exactly. track of them. No, it it's is it's pretty fascinating. He has video on there and everything. Oh, wow. And, I mean, he's definitely a person who has a lot of respect because, you know, he's devoted his life to just cataloging this and... You know, it is interesting. I mean, in one sense, you call them gangs, you know, and people are instantly put in a certain category of like, oh, that's an animal. That's a super predator. I don't know who said that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, You know, but then also you look at like the history of mankind, you know, and we always had kind of a tribal nature. You know, you have, you know, Democrips. And Republicans, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's the same, you know, there's always been this kind of al- alliance to a certain sign. What, what do they have? They have a color, you know what I mean? They have a logo. You have something that you could rally around. I mean, there's a certain part of it that feels to me like human nature, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I fucked up, yo. What? Cause I cracked like one joke about some gang shit, and then we're all gang. Like, we're like fucking half <laughs> history hour of in, gang, and I'm just like, yo, wait, <laughs> how are we gonna get back to art? <laughs> <laughs> we should probably be getting back to that. <laughs> no, I mean, in a way, like I probably would have felt like you know, I mean, it's almost something that kind of needs to be talked about in a certain way because it is this like, yeah. you know, kind of you know, thing that's swept under the rug, but then, and and it's in a, in a way, like I think people are, their humanity is taken away from them when they join up with what used to be a street organization, you know? Um, we're not gang experts here, but no. it's just, it is something that in talking about the history of um, hip hop and the history of, you know, the West Coast, L.A., like, it's just something that's just current. And then for me, I ask myself, why? You know, why did I have these feelings kind of growing up? Like, mm. I lived on the West Side. Like, I was relatively sheltered. But, oh, yeah. like, that I still sense. had this, you know, this was imprinted on me from early days, you know. We we still got pulled over and, like, you know, <laughs> put on the yeah. ground and gang raids, you know what I mean, regularly. And so... It's just, it's interesting. I mean, this is me working out my own therapy oh. here, you know? <laughs> I was like, man, I don't want to make, make Ritzy come off like me be that loca and shit. No. <laughs> no, it's interesting. We're glad to have you here, um, Ritzy, talk about, um, nice. yeah. 
I whatever am on you want to. Yeah. I am on the uh, Rukas and Veteranas uh, Instagram, though. Okay. I made it on there. All right. If you guys don't know what well, that is. I don't know what no. that is. What so, is? <laughs> like, this one chick, she's from here, but and she moved to New York, and she started this Instagram account because she was... I guess she was looking up some friends and she found out that they were in jail and some had passed away and like, you know, gang life or whatever. She, she of course, is uh, Latina. Mm -hmm. So she started this Instagram account. It's like she has like crazy mad followers. She did like ended up doing some like lecture panel and show at like UCLA about it. And it's just like party crews. Like, I don't know if you guys like, yeah. like, like, you know, Mexican, especially in L.A. and, and um, San Diego. Party cruise was a big thing back in the days, yeah. and like all the girls used to wear hats, and like all the dudes, and like it was this whole thing, whole scene. And so she documents that, and so she has people just sending stuff, right? And I love it. Like some people are sending to me, like, "Look at this shit." And I was looking at the account, like on a grid, on grid mode, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I look like I'm in all these pictures. Like I could mm. be in all these pictures. Mm. There's one picture where this girl's wearing this green sweatshirt. And I was like, that, "I was like that could be me." And I started showing my friends. We started rolling. So like I said, a picture, she posted it. And so now it's like part of the feed and like on this video, whatever, like. You see internet, I try to clean up her image. <laughs> I, I tried to clean up the image a little bit. That's, that's all her doing now. It's, I mean, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And that's the, the thing. Pic was it the picture of you with like uh, the hoodie? Like the young picture? Of no, that was elementary school. Oh, okay. Like it was the hoodie. Oh, so just going back to that. I wanted to do my hoodie again. It was a ho black hoodie. Yeah. With old English writing, right, and I have my name, nice, Maritza, and like on the sleeve, uh huh. And I was gonna do it again, uh -huh. but then fucking Kanye, who maybe you guys are fans, yeah, of, I fucking yeah, hate. Yeah. He brings out his shit with all old English. Uh -huh. Oh right, yeah. the life of Pablo. Yeah, so. and it's all English. So if I do that shit now, mm -hmm. they're gonna be like, mm. oh, you're trying to be on some. Yeah, Pablo. but I got my sixth grade camp picture <laughs> with me that way. That shit. Oh, you know, That's I'd the, be the first that, one too. I know, life of rich. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing I was gonna. That's the thing I was gonna say is like I was always really attracted to like a Latino culture. You know, it was it was that dichotomy of like being like this shit is cool. Like I love the style, I love the swag, but like it's not for me. Like, <laughs> like this is like a no go area. You know, um, uh, you know, going to other neighborhoods and people you didn't know. Of course, you have friends. You know, you have yeah. friends, but. Um, I really. How did you get into hip hop? Like, like coming up in San Diego. Yeah, so, like, I came, so you you became into the industry. You became yeah, a part of the industry. Yeah, Tell the for people. sure. So like, um, I was uh, elementary school when hip hop like kind of made it big. Um, I'm I'm from uh, a little area called South Bay. It's like two exits away from the border. Okay. Um, and it's it's this really interesting area because it's mostly um. Mexicans, mm -hmm. Filipinos, and maybe like sprinkle of white and sprinkle of black. Like right. that's it. Right. Um, and it's real like Navy town, naval area. So that's why you had a lot of that or whatever. Um, so I, it was like elementary school. And I remember hip hop was the biggest thing. It was like the newest thing. And, you know, I was like, everyone was wanting to be a B-boy, B-girl. So like that was my shit back then. And then um, I just... What was, I, your, what was your move? What was your signature B-girl? I, I didn't really have a signature move. Um, <laughs> you were nice with the footwork? 
Nah, I, you know, at, to be honest, I think I sucked at everything at that time. <laughs> like I was trying to be down, like, but I sucked at everything until like it, until it came to like more like when when kid when during the kid and play time. Then I was the dancer chick, you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. But be but yeah, it wasn't really my thing. But I tried to be. But um, and I tell I've talked about this a couple of times. But you know, it was the '80s. It was all about excess at the time. You know what I mean? Everybody was doing drugs. Everybody was like no. doing all kinds of things. But then here comes hip hop and hit. Hip-hop was the first thing because kids that are listening now, uh, we didn't have that many radio stations. We didn't have the internets. It was like you just listened to popular, whatever was on the radio station was basically kind of what you had unless you, you know, you 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 were all into tapes and records and stuff at the time. But what was being played was what was being played on the radio. And that's what you had. Michael Jackson. And, and before, even before that, yeah, like, yeah, just, you know, just, like, okay. the regular, like, New Wave or Wham or Madonna or whatever. So hip-hop came along, and it was my cousin. He's, like, eight years older than me. Okay. And he was exposing me to hip-hop at the time. And so that was my first introduction. And for me, it was like, oh, shit, people of color? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. People of color talking about, like, shit that I could relate to because, like, I was on welfare. You know what I'm saying? Like... It wasn't about let's do cocaine and let's like, you know, dress all nice and do all the shit. It was like, because yeah. th- at the time it was talking about like reporting what was happening in the streets and all that shit. And, Don't push me. You know, just like hardships I'm and people of color I could relate to. Edge. You know what I mean? Um, so then that got really into that. To lose my head. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. So, so that, so I got into it. And it, I, I, so I would say like music saved my life, but it, a real big part of it is like hip hop saved my life because like I was going through a grip of shit, family mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and it was like my escape, music in general, and it was weird because I got a lot of shit because I was like in junior high I was the girl that performed with my little group of friends. We were like Benetton because we was like, you know, me the you know the Latina chick, and I had one friend she was like black and Japanese, mm-hmm. the other chick was Korean, and mm-hmm. like you know, and the one real all full black chick, and like. So, United Nations. United Nations. Yeah. But it was so weird because at the time, that wasn't the move. Like, you hung out with who you hung out with, your race. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you also hung out with the people that listened to the same type of music. Back then, if you listened to New Wave, new, it was called New Wave back then, kids. Mm-hmm. If you listened to New Wave, that's all you listen. You couldn't listen to hip-hop. R- and at, back then, it wasn't called R&B. It was called Soul. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but I loved it. I loved, I grew up with all kinds of music. So, I loved hip-hop. But I was a huge Morrissey Smith fan. Okay. And I got so much shit for it. And I was like in these gifted classes. So we had the same peep kids in every, all fucking six periods, which sure. sucked. Right. So one kid in, a, in an, a higher grade gifted class, he saw that I had the lyrics to There Is a Light and It Never Goes Out by the Smiths on my um, Trapper Keeper, right? We, we're really dating ourselves right now. No, um, no you are. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever. Shout out to um, Keepers. Yeah. And, and he was, he got real upset. Like, he got real kind of postal with me. He was like, what do you know about the Smiths? Da, 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 da. You can't, you're, you're, you like that hip hop stuff. And da, 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 da. To the point where he started sending notes to people in my class quizzing me on the Smiths. Like, what's the name of the, the guitarist? You know, when did, what album did, 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 like, and I just come back and be like, it was like, I got so much flack. Like I couldn't be how everyone is proud now. You know what I mean? Where you listen mm-hmm. to so much shit. Right. So anyways, hip hop was a thing. Was in it till forever. Uh, transferred to Long Beach State. Mm-hmm. And then I met my crew. That's like my family now. And uh, 
my first my first real job out of college when I graduated was I was a photo editor, but my first real music job was street team for Nate Dog. <laughs> that was my first job. Wow. Yeah. So me and my homie Dave, we were street team for Nate Dog. <laughs> Did you have to uh-huh. regulate? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was not your position. Yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm just go out here on a limb and say that regulating was not Ritzy's position. Yeah. But what was cool, what was, uh, and I I got into it with his girlfriend at the time. She was running it. Mm-hmm. And we just really clashed. But the crazy thing was, at that time, like, I guess the dog pound and Nate Dog were having problems with, with the Cholos at that okay. time. And it was okay. a big, like... Compton, Long Beach, Big Beefs, to the point where when we were doing um, street promotions, we were doing the the street team, they were like, don't go. They basically were like, see this map? Don't go into this neighborhood. Thank you for bringing it full circle. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. Yeah, he's like, they're like, don't go. Because, you know, when you're street team, back then, it was about, you know, you had that stapler, gun thing, hammer Mm -hmm. thing. You go post on post, uh, you know, the posters on post and hand out flyers here, leave shit here, da-da-da. And you did a lot of that shit at night. Mm -hmm. Like, we were in a van and we'd, like, Mm -hmm. jump out, da-da-da-da, do all that stuff. And so they would be like, don't go to Compton, don't go there, don't go there, and And we're like, what? And then one time, I forgot where we were at. We were outside of, what's it called? I don't know what it's called now. It was the Palace? In Hollywood? Yeah. Is it still called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still called the Palace? Uh yeah. So we're at the palace at something we're, we're um, promoting. Oh, the Palladium. No, not the Palladium. Okay, okay. It's like a couple of streets down. Yeah. I don't know palace. what it's called now. I think it's um, called the palace. But uh, we were there. We are promoting for Nate Talk at the time. I think that's when he had like his double CD solo shit. And we had like the flyers and stuff. And we came out. It was me and my homeboy Dave who's like, I mean, no disrespect, Dave. I love you. He's the biggest fucking pussy in the hallway world. He's like, big Jew guy. Like, wouldn't find anybody. Like, doesn't have my back sure. like i gotta fight for him so right. some cholos <laughs> came up mm. and they got the they would got the fucking flyers and like oh this is your shit to him they're mm. like this is your shit mm. and they threw it on the ground they all these cholos started stepping on it and stuff that like, we ain't telling that motherfucker did. it was like crazy and i was all right. mad i was down to fight and shit and my friend did was like he's like those are mine <laughs> he's like i'm not done with him and i was he like man a plea. He and then somehow we ended up running back to the van okay. getting chased by cholo like okay. yeah. so I yeah. mean, it was still prevalent back then. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the beef. And that's what I think that's like the height of it when it was like super black brown mm-hmm. was really, mm. really bad. That's crazy, man. Um, I mean, that's some yeah. stupid shit. It was, and I don't, I can't even remember it, what it was, the, that, what it was about. If, if black people and Latino people in LA had an alliance, run shit. We would so run, run shit. shit. People would be scared. It would yeah. be crazy. I remember, I mean, I got in some shit and, um, you know, like I was saying, like, I could not be here today on some random shit like that. Yeah. Um, it was crazy back then. Yeah. Um, and then fast forward, like, I started doing stuff. I don't even think he's around, but, like, for Bosco, I started doing stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. He was a producer back then. Yeah. Um, I think he did, like, some E-40 shit back then, but he lived okay. down here. Um, and what then, were you, What were you doing at that time? Was it, like... More geared towards like was it promo Promotions. art direction? Like- I was kind of at that time. I was like kind of kind of entering but getting paid. So I did everything. Like I did like design for their shit. I did promotion for the shit. Like set up their um their like listening parties and shit like that. And that was like real quick. And I was like, this isn't going anywhere. Mm. So then from there, I got like jobs in the like my next industry job was for hits magazine it's kind of still around it's only online okay um 
but I, I worked there. And then my biggest thing was I was working with Frank Sosa. Shout out to Frank Sosa. And I was doing um, publicity and promotions for underground hip hop shit. Okay. So at that time, it was like me and like two, maybe two, three other chicks um, that were doing that. It was just real all dudes. And I was doing the college radio circuit. So like I'd call and be like, I want you to chart, try to chart this record. And it was like, it was, um, un- what was the name of it? Um, I can't even remember the name of it, but it had like Talib, Mostev, like Dial- it had all these different people on it. Okay. And it was like from Omiya, and- from Omiya, it was like a thing like that, a benefit thing for him. But it was a hip, it was a dope, it was a really dope record. So I'd call and I'd be like, you know, da da da. So when I first started, um, I got a lot of advice from a different people in the scene that are still in the scene. Mm. And like, um, Davy D from like the Bay Area. He's still in the scene. He's like super legend. And I remember, I don't know how I started talking to him and he was like, oh, you're a female. You got to yeah, watch your back. Right. Because, you know, there's not that many females in the scene, mm-hmm. let alone do what you do. So just be careful. I'm like, okay. So every day I call people, DJs from all around the country and tell them and I'll be like, oh, you know, at the time I wasn't going by Ritzy yet. I was like, oh, Marissa, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, yo, oh, like, what do you what do you look like you single like just give me all kinds of fucking Uh, shit uh, 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 like you know from jump and i'd be like so i was like how do i stop this shit because i have a job to do Mm -hmm. and i want to do it well you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying and Mm -hmm. hip-hop like it was just i loved it and to be part of it was amazing so i'll be like yeah my name is marissa i'm a hermaphrodite i got a two-inch dick so let's talk about this fucking record <laughs> and they'll be like, right. oh, oh right. Da, da, da. like that. How they didn't been like, yo, they ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. they had, like they had to talk to me. You know yeah. what I mean? But I mean, that's the kind of like you had to do back then. You had to do, and like I'd go to shows here in LA when I moved up here. I go to like you know, um, bigger B shows, Unity shows, and all that stuff. There was like shows that happen all the time, mm-hmm. um, like history making shows. Um, I'd be like one of a couple of girls. Yeah. It at the show. No, that I mean it was. So it was like super early on. It was, if you, it, it was great because if you were there, that meant you were a true like hip, real big hip hop head. It was great. And one thing like, when I was doing the when I was doing the records, the promotions and stuff, I kind of like try to figure out something that I can engage all the DJs with. So like on the emails, I'd be like, put a lyric mm. to a song and say like, I'll be like, oh, each week I'll be like at the bottom of the email put a lyric to a song and then I'll be like who named the, the artist or whatever and then this is how I met Mona Lisa Mona Lisa she spins everywhere around here now she works at me but she's like huge in the scene she's been around since way before me and I'm I remember she stood out because she was a female in the scene first of all at that time and then when like fools would just be like oh that's such and such you know Eric B Rock Kim whatever Mona Lisa would email me back that's Eric B. Rock Cam album, da da da, 19 Cinnamon. That's off of this, da 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 da. Like, she would like break down mm. like the whole like encyclopedia of it. And I was like super impressed. And that's how I met Mona Lisa. Um, but now it's like, you know, different. But um, so that was my first, my first big. You couldn't Google that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, she, there's no way. Yeah. There was, there was, that wasn't possible back then. Um, so, and then after that, um, after that, I don't know. I forgot where I was working, but I ended up interning at the world famous wake up show with Sway and Tech and Carmelita. Carmelita brought me up, which was crazy. Is that my homeboy Dave that I just talked shit about? Baby D. 
No, no, my other okay. homeboy Dave, the one who got um, it, the it, cholos it. came and got the the right, stuff. Right, who's who's real scary? Yeah, yeah, he's not a punk. punk. He just he's just kind of he just punked out. Yeah, he I mean, just punked out. Can, but you, everyone you know has, has good moments and bad moments. Yeah, he's just like, he's yeah. not he's not a fighter, but and yeah. I love him. But right. so him and I, we would go to shows all the time together, and mm-hmm. so they always thought we we're a couple, or whatever. But so we always had a dream. Like he's from the Bay, and okay. he's been following Sway and Tech since Jump, right? So he had cool. a dream of always trying to work somehow, some way with, you know, Sway and Tech on the Wake Up Show. And I, you know, was a huge fan. Um, and so it was crazy because we were good friends. And we, he was like my hip-hop buddy. So we went to all the shows. And we lived at Long Beach in the time, at the time, so we'd come up all the time. So it's crazy. Without even trying together, we both ended up at the Wake Up Show. So, like, Carmelita brought me on. Oh, and cool. I think, like, Sway, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it was Tech, but I think Sway brought... Dayvon. So at the same time, we were both at um, the Wake Up Show before it went off the air. Very cool. Like, and now I'm like, you know, they're Sway doing stuff on. Sway doesn't have the head wrap anymore, right? It's just like a hat. Now. Yeah, he has like the little Jamaican, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, had, they, they had him on the, the boon, tam. They had him on the Boondocks once. You remember? <laughs> he was like, "Hi, my name is Sway, and this is my inexplicable head wrap." <laughs> I was rolling. I was rolling. <laughs> and they did a skit. He was on SNL. Like they did okay. someone. Oh, I think man. like maybe wow. Keenan or whatever had a, had a thing on. And I've never seen. I've never seen his hair. I used to see him at the um, MTV. Used to have like uh, Christmas parties back in the days when I worked there. And he would be out there. And uh, he was cool though. He's, he's super. No, he's yeah. super nice. Yeah. I mean, he he's gave really Kanye good. his first TV. He gave Kanye a TV. Oh, word? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Man. That's, that's the infamous interview where, where, where Kanye said, Oh, you ain't got the you answer. Ain't got the oh, answer. Oh, yeah. He was Yo, like, listen, man, the... I gave you a TV, Kanye. Yo, you ain't got the answers became famous. That's you ain't crazy. got the answers. That's, on, that's, that's up there with, like, uh, put some respect on my oh, name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Always classic. I, I love how... Um, yeah, you just have moments it, that Man. that just grow blow up to be bigger. And Sway, I mean, he's been doing it, yeah, probably before Kanye was thinking about rapping. He no, that's real. Con- on I mean, MTV him and, and yeah, before MTV, I mean, he's doing the right. the Wake Up Show. And yeah, I just saw recently um, on on YouTube on the Sway Universe. It's him and Tech, and they're talking about like the shit they used to do back in the days. Sorry, this is probably killing the whole. No, but, all good. Um, all good. Oh yeah, what are we sipping on, Ritzy? Um, we have the um, Jameson Reserve whiskey, and then in the beginning we did it with the pickle pack. Yes, that's how you really do it. That's how you really do it. Jameson Look at her putting Reserve. on the, the, the voice. Did you hear that? <laughs> did you, you, does anyone After want another hours shot? That meltdown. This, this is a professional. <laughs> Quiet <hours>. storm. <laughs> Quiet storm. Quiet We are in the presence of a radio and libations <laughs> professional <laughs> do you want do you want would you like some no, i'm good I'm i good. i do have to drive okay um i uber to this one yeah well done <laughs> <laughs> another another pro move <laughs> pro tip yeah. uber to your destination <laughs> with some flasks but um yes thank you ritzy for blessing us uh, no so you had a really interesting story to get to the Wake Up Show. If anyone doesn't know the Wake Up Show, it's kind of one that of the up. seminal. Yeah, it's um, kind of like the um, Bobito and Stretch, but for like the West Coast. The West Coast, and like West they Coast. on the if you could look it up on YouTube, where um, Sway and Tech are talking about like what they did way back in the days, and basically 
Wu-Tang got big over here because of them. Mm-hmm. They were like, what do we need to do? Like, they did a show out here, and they were like, no one was feeling them because no, no one got it. No one understood. So they basically told them, if you want to really get in good on the West Coast, you should live out here for a little bit. Mm. And, like, you know, we'll introduce you to the people. You People got to know. Like, you know, it's not... It's a whole nother vibe. It's a whole nother steez. Sure. So they did it in like, you know, I mean, Sway and Tech broke a lot of people, mm-hmm. especially on, on the West Coast. Um, and, you know, uh, Eminem, like I remember seeing him do his, his famous battle with Juice. Um, like just a lot of crazy. I mean, I, I it was an honor and a privilege to be there. And just the people that I got to meet just, you know, being there. Um, and I, my job was to record the drops. And Pro Tools, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Wow. I think I fucked up a lot of shit. <laughs> um, and this was all in Oakland? No, this was here in L.A. Because okay, they right. moved down here, yeah, and they were on right. the beat at the time. Yep. What, what years were this? This was, was like, I moved up here because I was living in K-Town. Um, 99, 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And that was like the hate. Like, they were like the thing. And then... This is at the transition. I got into music industry in the heyday where we went to CMJ in New York and everyone had expense accounts, banks, cars, you know. We got, like, totally treated like royalty. And then it turned, and all the radio stations turned, too, where they were, like, all owned by, like, Clear Channel or whatever, and everyone had a PD, a program director, was telling them what to play, when to play it, da-da-da. Um. So, so the Wake Up Show was on late at night, um, but... They were still having to answer to the PDs and stuff like that. So at towards the end, um, they were like, you know, we need you guys to really hit the 18 to 34 black female demo, you know, which is totally not their demo. <laughs> right. Um, and so I remember Sway so was like, don't tell anybody, but go on the next studio and call in and pretend you're a black chick. And say that you love the show and you saw us as such and such. You know, we're trying to do whatever we could. Like, I was trying to help them do whatever they could to, you know. Right, right. Um, I mean, I was just like the intern, but, you know, I did. Like, he's like, go. I was like, all right, I'll do it. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like nervous because I was going to be live, like on air, like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Right. Like to call in. And sure. I was like, um, who, what name? Like, you know, I can't be like all. So I, I remember I used like my, my real good, my relative's friend, uh, her name, Naisha. And I remember I, I, it's so embarrassing because I, you know, put some extras on it. I try to sound like real, like real ghetto. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, hell no. no, I wasn't like that. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, Naisha, da da da. And I was like, I love. I saw you guys. I said, said, da 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 da. And it was, it was pretty hilarious. Ended up getting squashed anyways, and then they ended up going someplace else, and then, yeah, and then and then I guess Ev came back, and then I mean Sway went to MTV, mm-hmm. and then um, not Ev. Uh, Eminem mm-hmm. was it, it was that was great to see just because I was a small part of that amazing history. Sure, just to see like oh they broke Eminem mm-hmm. and then come for a circle and has this you know the serious right you know shady yep. for shade four or five or whatever exactly and then comes and gives sway a show a show four or five. and then sway talks about that it was it was it was awesome you know Absolutely. what i mean like yeah, yeah. that's that how it should dope. be done like you make it big you don't forget who the people that like helped you and broke you and like you pay respect and so that that's great to see and then now to see you know sway and tech on the show talking about what they did and i guess now they have a show like on vh1 okay. one shot or something i don't I haven't watched it yet but just to see them do well like you know because yeah. to hear their stories of how they struggled way back in the day and stuff like that and 
you know, hip hop's real important to me just to see like that shit. So you must feel like the 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 female hip hop force gump in some way. I don't know what that means, Brandon. I'm Forrest it Gump. Means life's like a box. <laughs> you know what? I happened. gotta keep running. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just how Forrest saw like all these different um, eras or these. Oh pieces yeah, yeah. Of no, history, that, that, I get know? it. I yeah. get it. That's a good one. Yeah, no, no, for real. Like I got the the like the the heyday of music mm. to see it get fucked up, and also concert music, like the concert industry, because that's where I ended up leaving and going to. Is I ended up going to um, House of Blues corporate which they ended up buying a bunch of amphitheaters so i ended up working there and then from there i ended up going to aeg golden voice okay. and then from there and then i left and so it's been 10 years but i still do shit for for like aeg golden voice and nice. um music Re- festival i did a music festival last year in asia and so i'm still music yeah. somehow some way Ritz, always ritzy just bossed up and went corporate <laughs> <laughs> but I work for myself, solopreneur. There you They're go. They're just some of my clients now. Nice. So yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And um, tell us like how art kind of worked into that. So I went trajectory. to so I went to school. I went to Long Beach State actually for for art. Because mm-hmm. um, they told me my, when I went on a field trip in high school, they were like, if you can't afford art center, go to Long Beach because it has an amazing. Uh, graphic design program okay. so I went there it was impacted and I was like fuck that I'm not gonna wait two more years when I could graduate now so I ended up getting my bachelor's was Aztecs well no not Aztecs no. that's San Diego State yeah we're with 49ers 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 I think so yeah, yeah. Um, and so I ended up graduating with a BA in art okay. but with emphasis in graphic design and then but I ended up working in music because that's one of it was either art or music but music was really a huge thing I wanted to do so I ended up doing that so I ended up working in the music industry forever, forever. And then I was like, I'm, I can't. Like, I was working crazy hours, you know. And I was like, man, I'm not fucking saving lives here. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? Like, why is everyone taking this shit so seriously? Like, it was a bunch of egos and stuff. Sure. And I was like, and the money I was spending that wasn't my money, mm-hmm. I was like, like, I'm spending like not, like a grip of money on nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm dealing with all this shit. And it got to the point because I love music and I love all genres of music, not just hip hop. And so I worked in the music industry, so I can go to like pretty much any show wherever. And it got to the point where I didn't want to go to any shows. Like I was like, I don't want anything to do with music because I hate this fucking shit right now. And mm. that's when I knew that something had to change. So I was like, I need a, I need a bone out. And I gave AUG like five or six month notice. And then I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'll just go back to graphic design like I wasn't even thinking art I was like I'm just gonna go to graphic design like I I do that shit too and I could do it for myself and so I left and I went started doing graphic design and then someone asked me I don't know how it happened I ended up being in some show Crew West shout out to Crew West way back in the days they were in Alhambra and they did like a book and I was doing photography at the time because I used to oh yeah because I used to do a lot of hip-hop photography like shows like I have like some Super dope old school shit like Wu Tang and like Exhibit, like a lot of West Coast and then Wu Tang and stuff like that. But so I was doing that. So I was in a show, a group show, and it was my like my my photographs and stuff. And then they're like, "Do you do other stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah, I could do blah blah blah." And they're like, "Do you want to do?" It's like a poster show. It was like the anti-fascist Christmas poster show. Um, it was at my homeboy Frank's store gallery, and it was the first place that Banksy ever showed, like, way back in the day. So I got to meet him. Mm. This was, like, pre- 
Okay. Bansky hype. Like right. it was like a super small, like probably like a little bigger than this. And he, he came to town and he did a show. He was just like starting. Um, and then uh, Ritzy is referring to like our <laughs> 10 by 12 studio. Yeah. Like it was a real small place. And, okay. um, but yeah, so then I started getting to like more shows doing stuff and it, it, and I started getting away from photography and then I was like, oh, like I like this shit, like, you know, and so I was still doing design to pay bills, but I started getting asked to be in more and more shows and then I, you know, more stuff with Crew S and Man One um, and then I got in with them. They did have this like live art thing and it was him man one overton who does all the stuff for um funkadelic parliament funkadelic george clinton all them and then gustavo and we just like go around everywhere like we've flown to florida and like to disney and like flown to different places to live paint and i was like yes it was super exciting it was awesome and that's how i got into it more and then i just started showing more and more Mm -hmm. and then uh I ended up being doing both things at the, you know, equally. And it was just something I was like, I was like, I never envisioned myself as an artist. I never envisioned myself. Like, I never had a dream. Like, I want to be an artist. I want to show shit. Never. I just kind of like fell into it. Um, and then I, I loved it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, DJ Smiles was on the pod. Oh, was she? Yeah. I haven't her, seen her forever. Her, her episode just dropped. Oh, nice. So, I'll have to listen to it. Um, she tells a story. <laughs> About you guys being flown out to Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, that was dope. It was and really doing awesome. Some creative work together. And I was like, yeah. wow. I like did one of like her EP. World. There's a lot of overlapping with yeah. you because like Paul Stewart. Yes, Paul. Like he's like legend in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt Twins. Twins. Yeah. Time out. You guys keep saying flown out to Disney. Like, like you're in California. What? Disney, the, uh, fl- uh, the, uh, Disney yeah, fl- World, Disney yeah. World, like to that corporate, right. those corporate offices. Right. Yeah, so we got flown out to that. All right, proceed. <laughs> <laughs> proceed. Good, good, good interruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and so yeah, I met Smiles through Paul uh-huh. and at Crew West, nice. and I did. I think I did one of like her EP okay. covers or something like that. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. She just released some new music. And oh, nice. She like, like blessed us with a little sample oh on the nice pod. yeah i haven't so. seen it in forever yeah no I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I i hope that episode was good um so yeah uh and so yeah you let me know <laughs> <laughs> i won't hear it back <laughs> um but no i think like that trajectory is really cool because that's one thing that um mark always says to me one half of the mad twins is that <laughs> everybody's an artist you know some of us just stopped yeah yeah at an age where we told like oh that's not good or that's not dope but like literally it's one of the things of being a human yeah you are an artist yeah you might not express yourself at shows that people see you at but if you want to communicate an idea it is one of the tools that you have at your disposal as a result of being human or creative like I always tell people like I think everyone's creative like some people do it by painting some people do it by sculpting some people do it by whatever but you could also do it because I was creative when I worked at AEG Golden Voice because I oversaw designers but I was also in the marketing department so I was creative as being creative with 
marketing, being strategic, like you get to be creative that way. Like, how do you think out of the box so you can, you know, make the show sell, mm-hmm. uh, whatever? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do I get the word out? Like, how do I use what's already there, but maybe use it in a different way? So it's all creative. Like, it's always thinking out of the box, always trying to think differently. And maybe you express it in other ways. And so for me, I guess it was just my time to stop doing the corporate shit mm-hmm. and be able to do it on my own time or whatever. That's dope. And um, how did you meet uh, the returning champ over here? So, so, <laughs> so that was amazing because, yeah. so like, when was your life upgraded? Oh my goodness, there was no upgraded. It was downgraded. It was a downgrade. Yeah. So like, I'm from San Diego, so of course you always know about Comic Con, right. and I've always like wanted to roll, but like. None of my friends, like, I, my friends are all, have, like, friends for different types of things. So sure. I love so many different types of things, right? So, but I don't have any of those, like, friends that wanted to go to Comic-Con, mm-hmm. right? So it was, like, a solo deal. So um, I was at Crew West. We are doing a live painting thing. Oh, at Comic-Con? No, no. Okay. I was at Crew West. All right. And then, so, Marka, uh-huh. um, who would be dope to have on this. Yeah. Um, so, Marka, um, Marka27, he... Did a, he was part of the show too, maybe or something? But he was there when I was doing live, like painting stuff with Man One and everybody. And then he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, I'm doing this um, vinyl toy, the Big Buddy." He's like, "And I want to see if you would be down, you know?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, oh, "I don't know what that means, really, you know?" And he's like, "And then he's like, I was like super excited though, because I then I saw the figure and I'd be a production." Bless you, salute. Like I'd be product, like I'd have a production piece, or, uh-huh. you know, and I've never dreamt of that. And sure. here just comes this opportunity, just falls on my lap, and he's like, "Yeah, but the thing is, you have to have the de- couple, two designs done in like four days or something." Mm. And I'm not familiar with that mm. world. And right. like when I got like the the two D template template, and he's like, and he's like, here, I, I was like, I remember for a whole day, I was like, I don't know what the fuck, like how do I do this? So, anyways, he Kano was part of the series. He was part of that series. Like I was on. It was me, Kano, Cope. Um, There's a bunch of artists on there. Like well, it was like Coast. basically a yeah. lot of people that are like are my family now. Like mm. I met him because we were on the same thing. But you were still living in New York. Yeah. Yeah, he was still living in New York, and then so the thing finally came out, and it was like premiered, premiered at Comic Con, and I got to go. Okay. And then I met a lot of fools, and then hmm. the first time I met Kano. Wasn't that at Crew West? Like, didn't you and Shane no, come the first, out? The first time we met was at uh, what, the first day I moved here. Oh, I picked that motherfucker up from the from the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got like I moved I moved out to California. Oh, yeah. The same day I moved out, uh, my wife and my son wasn't born yet, but my daughter and my wife were in the hotel, and we're there in the, the first night. I picked you up. Me and Karen picked you up. And I'm like, yo, Richie's picking me up. I'm going to this party tonight. My wife was like, who the fuck is Richie? (laughs) 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 This chick lives out here. uh, I know how you are. You're like, don't worry, honey. She ain't white. (laughs) (laughs) Now, she was cool about it, man. She wifey, like Tony was, my my wife was mad cool. She was just like, go ahead. You know, it's cool. Um, Because she already knew. It was, um... Like, had known about that party we were going to. Yeah, it was like, Rose's party, like, on Torrance and shit. Yeah. San Pedro at the, at the time. I, I knew that part about that party, like, a week before. And I was like, oh, that'll work out perfect. It'll be the same day that we move in. I just don't know if I'll be exhausted or not. But, um, 
Because like, we, we talk like, via, that's when Twitter first started jumping off. Yeah. So we would like all talk together because we're all part of the series and uh-huh. stuff. And so we talk on like, you know, social media at the time. Right. And so that's how like I knew like Kano and all them. And then he was like, oh, I'm moving out. I was like, I'll scoop you up. We went to, we had just met each other. She picked me up with a friend, Karen. Remember uh, it was raining hella hard as fuck. Yeah. And um, we went to this party. And while we were driving to this party, we're like, yo, so this party, do you know these people at this party? We didn't even know them that well. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I kind of met them a couple of times, but I'm not yeah, that yeah. cool with them. And, um, but yeah, it was cool. It was, it was a dope night. And yeah, that was like my first night in L.A. Welcome yeah. to L.A. Yeah, I was like, super. It, it hasn't up. rained again since. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that was like, yeah. what did you say, 06? That you... was 2010. Oh, yeah, 2010. 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we got together, and it was me, Kano, Sket, and Shane. And then we just, I don't know how it started. I was like, yeah, you guys want to do a podcast. And then we ended up doing your Heard Show for like a hot second. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was like, we talk about art and da-da-da-da. Yeah, it was like art from the from the street up. From the street on up. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And we talk mad shit about people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's what was fun to, to, go to back. do well, that. Are those, are those files up somewhere? No, they're down now because we got rid of it. And we ain't paying for the fucking hosting yeah. for that shit. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. one day that'll be yeah. like a Blu-ray special. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was fun. That was good times, yeah. So then, yeah, and then I've known him ever, si- ever that's since. That's how she kind of, I guess since the, that... That tour you did with Mark Twenty Seven. That's kind of how how you got introduced to the whole designer toy scene. Yeah, uh, kind of, which I love. Different kind of like art scene too, and uh, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, just like good friends, like you know, like that party we went to was Woes, and now he's like my brother, and like we traveled all around Southeast Asia, like on like some shit. Then there's gonna be a documentary that's finally gonna come out. Fucking four years later. What's the name of the documentary? It's called Paint Life. Okay. And it's premiering at the um, Highland Park International Film Festival in October. Yeah, they went to like a, like an Asia trip and kind of like just painted. All, like, how long were you guys yeah. on the road we were, for? We were on the road for like um, over a month, mm. and we went. We did this um, little Lotus project where we went with, and we met up a bunch of different artists from around the world, and we were at a refugee, couple of refugee schools, where in Mesot, like right on the border of, the, of Burma. And in Thailand, okay. And so we went to two different schools, and we're with the kids, and like we painted with them and did classes with them. It was a, a fucking amazing. And so you get to see all that shit in the film. And then from there, we went to um, Singapore, and then from Singapore, we went to Hong Kong, and then from Hong Kong, we went to we ended up in uh, Manila, and we got like we did different events, and we got like hosted by different like amazing galleries. Um, and we, yeah, we, we did a Kickstarter thing and okay. we raised the money to, to, for, you know, the film and for all like expenses and shit like that. Um, so that shit's finally coming out. Yeah. Thank you. So it's com- finally coming out, premiering there. And then um, the people that, that donated for the cause, they got a link to it. Kano, unfortunately, hasn't watched it yet. I okay. got the link. I got to get around to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Kano wants to see it on the big screen. <laughs> I want to see it on IMAX. <laughs> and then, I don't know, we'll see if it, if it we do a screening at Decon or not. Okay. Um, but it's also going to be, hopefully, we're getting the word soon. Daniel will get the word soon about if it's going to be at other film festivals around the world. And we'd love to have it at different cons around the world. And so okay. we can roll and yeah. stuff. Well, but. On Some Hip Hop Shit is doing some stuff at Kamikaze coming up. Nice. So... Faithful when, listeners. When is Kamikaze? I started seeing flyers for October that. 30th. October, October 28th to the 30th, right? Uh, like where, I said. Where is that? 
Um, that That's at a convention. Oh, it's okay. here at yeah. LA, LA, yeah, LA Convention yeah, yeah. Center. I haven't been to that yet. I've been meaning to go to that. Well, so maybe know. I'll check it out this yeah, year. Yeah, we're going to have some programming, so you guys might be on a panel. Uh, oh, I would love to be on a panel. Thank yeah. you very much. I'll be there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Up with my... Up with the homies, yeah. I mean, I can. I I'll bring can the Jameson it. and the picklebacks. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> done, sold. Wow, I love it. Um, well done, uh, Ritzy. Where can the people follow you? They can follow me on all social media, yeah. Ritzy P. Yeah. Um, and they can go to the site okay. uh, ritzyperimago.com, and then the nerd out at all social media. Yeah. Check us out. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, blah blah blah. We're another podcast, but still. It's no, 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 like, <laughs> like it's just it's it's all about awesome hip hop shit. Yeah, yeah. Like melt, melt, meltdown gang, and yeah. the nerd out. Like, yeah, it's other all than same that, gang. It's all other same than gang. that, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, thank you. Other than that, kick rocks. <laughs> shit, <laughs> you don't exist. <laughs> you better get down with Meltcast. Meltcast. <laughs> <laughs> Meltcast Podcast Network. Nice. This would be a good time for a commercial, Mace. Um <laughs> but <laughs> we wanna get to uh we wanna get to one last segment. One last segment. We do a thing on this show from time to time called Versology. And um since I have such esteemed colleagues in the building. <laughs> Are we, you key, Kano? I wanted to huh? Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I haven't thought. Of, go ahead. That's okay. Sorry. Yeah. Kano, got, Kano right got that look in his, in his yeah, eye. Yeah, I'm like, is he keyed? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted to talk a little versology and put it in the context of 2016. Same. Because we have this history. We have this love affair. Sometimes, you know, something that we hate. As you spoke about earlier with music and <laughs> the music industry, <laughs> what in 2016 is moving you? And so I just wanted to even pick a, just one song or even a verse from that song and just break it down a little bit, a little taste. Hit us. So when you asked me this on the phone earlier, I was like, shit, that's kind of hard because for hip hop, at least for me, it's been kind of, kind of rough as far as like having an album that's from top to finish beginning to end is like solid for me it's right. been a while but when i think about it i remember when uh, it, it was created earlier but it just dropped this year when kendrick lamar dropped his um uh untitled unmastered right okay. and so like all the shit dropped and one song that really stood out for me was the Untitled 06, 06, 30, 2014. And that's the one with um, production by Adrian Young and Ali Shahi Mohammed and CeeLo's on it. Um, and I, I loved it because I was like, see, this is like, this is what we need. Like, just sounding like that old hip hop person. Like, this is what we need. We need like something that fuses the old with the new, but kind of evolves and takes it to another place. Da, 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 da. And I love it. And I listen to it all the time. My son, the Supernatural Bear, loves it. Um, and he's always saying, pimp, pimp. <laughs> it's hilarious. He's only three. Um, nice. But uh, one of the lyrics Okay. Uh, that I I love. I was only going to do a line, but I guess yeah. the whole lyric. But yeah. it says, "My mama told me that I was different the moment I was invented." It's strange, baby. No, I'm not ashamed. I just thought like, like the whole song is amazing. Production is amazing. It has a little like bossa nova twist to it, and just like what he's talking about, and you know, I guess like 
it was between this and Skepta Shutdown. Oh, <laughs> I just felt right, like right. this was like yeah. had a little more weight to it for Absolutely. me. You know what I mean? I mean, and I'm not I'm not a hater on the trap shit. Like, right. you know, I feel like I was never a Gucci fan and you know, I've been following him crazy on social media since he got out of jail. It's just he just fascinates me. Mm-hmm. And like his new album, right? It's kind of fucking good, if, considering trap music. Like, okay. you know, yeah, Pussy no, some... Prince, one of my fucking favorite tracks right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, no. who would ever thought? But some, some people do it, and like, they're it's almost like they're taking a form, right? Yeah. And within that form, what they do within it is either creative. Or, or the fucking same. clone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, so Gucci, I guess because yeah. he's kind of like one of the originators, right? Like yeah. of like the trap scene. Yeah. But like, yeah, seeing him now, he looks different now too. And he's like healthy. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke and do all that shit. And right. there's some clarity to it. Sure. And Kanye's on that track, the Pussy Print track. Okay. Um, who I'm not a fan. I, I understand and recognize his brilliance, but I'm not a huge fan. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he's on that track. And I just, I just, I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this shit. Like, I love this track. That's crazy. Like, I love the production on okay. it. The, the chorus, like, and I was just like, I got to make sure I don't sing this around my son because <laughs> I don't want him going around the house or going to school, preschool, and talking about pussy print. Like, you know, so. Because it's like nursery rhymes. Yeah, and yeah. it's so good. But, um, yeah, Kendrick, I feel like Kendrick is on a whole nother level. Yeah, he's on um, he's, Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing it. And he's, I, I, I love that he hooked up with producers that are on the West Coast now like Ali Shahi Muhammad he lives out here now but like that are really pushing things um and uh, fusing shit like yeah. that's my thing like you know if you're gonna do it do it well take it to someplace else you know take it to another part of the circle but take it someplace else and be a little original with it so absolutely yeah that's what that's my okay. my track love it I picked one um from Nas okay in 2016 and it surprised the fuck out of me because I, you know, I'm like Nas, you get it, I, I got it, you know. <laughs> we had the Illmatic, we had the Stillmatic, you know, we had Hip Hop is Dead, like okay. Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> right, were you throwing shots? I'm saying you can keep going. It's all, hits. <laughs> it's all hits. You're acting like right. you had enough for Nas. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm like I got it, you know. But yeah. he came out with this track on the Khaled album. Uh, I haven't listened to the whole thing. I just listened to snippets of it. It's like it's like a short track too. It's called Album Done. That's the name of the cut. Is Album Done. Like he's got more heat for us. It's just like a nice. little little segment. So everything is impeccable from the strategy from to the name. And then nice. he he has this um first verse. He just comes out just spitting. But I'm gonna take it from the end of the first verse. He says, um, I'm assisting to push the culture forward to all my ghost supporters. Go support us like a black owned grocery store. Cause in the hood ain't shit passed down through blood. It's a dub on that. We get government aid, spend it at they stores, put their kid through college. We need balance so we can lease and own deeds in our projects. So I'm asking G's to go in their pockets, the racial in- economic inequality. Let's try to solve it. Like, yeah. He puts that in such a a sexy verse, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't you don't even get caught up. Like I'm slowing down the lyrics, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's get, dropping bars. I think you don't even know he's dropping bars. That's great. So I have to much listen to information. that. Uh, so are you are is that whole album good? 
Uh, the Khaled album? Yeah. I like this song. A couple of Kendrick tests, has one where, like, Kendrick is just over my head. Like, I'll probably have to listen to that another <laughs> seven times. Um, Jay-Z is on there. Um, he has a song that a lot of people are interested in, you know. But for me, this was like this the and the Nas Kendrick. One. This and the yeah, Nas and the Kendrick. Sure. Khaled is inspirational. Of course, everyone is like major key, you know. Yeah. What I mean? So it's like everyone has a riff on that, which makes it fun. It's definitely a fun album. You're not gonna go wrong. And I I recently uh, heard and saw Khaled on. Um, he took over. Uh, Ebro show okay. on Hot 97. Okay. So I was watching the video of it and, you know, I never knew his history. And so he talked about, he's like a real, he's like a real hip hop head, like way back in the days. Mm. Like it's, it's real fascinating. I was really fascinated by his story. Okay. Um, so definitely check that out. But it okay. was, it, it, it made me intrigued enough to where I listened to like the little snippets of his whole new album. Like I didn't hear all of it but like okay. you know just the little intros of it and i was interested to hear it so that's interesting that those two people are on there and i listen to it but yeah no he's a little more respect for khaled right there absolutely yeah. i mean it's always been the party music and shit like that but now it's like people you know like almost have a theme to all, all gather around so it makes it a little bit more exciting when an album like that drops you know um, it's not just like, okay, listen to my 16 tracks, you know, that I've been massaging and working on. And then like, you'll forget about next month. Yeah. You know, so and I think that's what's lacking for sure. Like, like some quality, like classic, like instant mm -hmm. classic shit that's going to be around like yeah. that. My son's going to be like, oh, remember that shit? Like, listen to that shit. Like. I don't. I don't think a lot of that shit's happening. They think they mm -hmm. think they're doing it. They think they're dropping classics, but they're really not. Like right. shit that stand, you know, stands the test of time. That we'll be talking in about five, ten, six years, or whatever. I mean, more, you know, twenty years. Um, but I think like, but I do see a small shift, and I hopefully, since everything's cyclical, I hope we get back to, especially with everything that's happening politically, we get back to like. Nas is dropping some fucking knowledge of the shit that's going down that needs to happen, right? Yeah. And I feel like if new cats and old cats go back to that time, like, you know, where people were talking about, like, what was happening in the streets, what we need to do, unite, da-da-da, mm -hmm. and not, like, a super, like, militant way, but just mm -hmm. talking about that shit, yeah, it's common, you know? Yeah, common sense. Yeah, like, if we did more of that stuff, that would, I feel like that would be great for all of us as a people, people of color, no you know doubt. what I mean? Shit, no doubt. Because it, it does come down to, in a certain way, just, you know, speaking a common language. And so if the language is hip-hop, like... Yeah, because it's worldwide. Let it ring out. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yep. Which... Kano, you over there looking? Well, so what's I'm your story, Kano? I'm over here marinating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what that look I'm is. Good, okay, man. Ritzy. I had my drinks, man. Yeah. I'm just kind of. Um, <laughs> in terms so of in terms of lyrics, I kind of haven't been really. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but there's not anything that sticks out. I've just been on listening to DJs lately. Okay. So, you know, K Trinata's on. Oh my God, that full. album, that guy, that kid is so fucking talented. Yeah. Kate so good. Like on full blast. Wait, wait, wait. you're going to have to get phonetic with me. K, K-A-Y, and then Tronada, just the way it sounds. Okay. 
So He's really amazing. It's called uh, 99.9%. Percent. The yeah. art, the album. Who did the album? That's because you're 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 listening to this. You're drawing, right? Yeah. You don't want like, anyone in your ear. That's like studio music. Like it's I'm perfect flowing. studio music. It's like it's dope. Like so, I'm all about that. Thank you. But and, um, you know what I really like about him is because he infuses rhythms and shit from his heritage. Because isn't yeah. he like he's like Haitian or something? Yeah, he's like like a bunch yeah. of stuff. I think he's Haitian. So like that one track that that video with the with the robot. I haven't even watched any of the Oh, videos. the video's dope. You have to see the video. I gotta he has watch like, it, yeah. yeah, it's really dope. And he, it films it films it all in LA. But like I love the fact that he he does that. And he has like dope people on there. He had yeah. like he has like Little Dragon, um Anderson yeah. Park. Like I, he has I like real across, good people. I came across this stuff because I was just listening to like um on YouTube, like Boiler Room does all these DJ sessions. Mm-hmm. So like he was one of the DJs one time and I was like, yo, this sh- from beginning to end i was just like this is crazy and then he finally dropped an album and so i've just been on that it's super good yeah from start to finish that is that is one of the a rare deal and then my guilty pleasure of 2016 is like (laughs) the white iverson song (laughs) i could have stopped blasting that the what that white iverson song the dude like white dude with the braids and stuff do you know what song that is? Talking oh. about the dude. Uh, I don't know what that is. Doing the Chicago uh, sound. He's a white. He's a white dude with braids. He's. F- Wait, oh, man, I have to I look. I just see a picture. The song is catchy as hell. So. The song, all, like, the song is called White Iverson. Oh, but who's the who's the? Oh, Post Malone. Oh, I don't. I'm not even knowing. Yo, you'll crack up if you really? watch this video. But like, damn, it's so catchy. I'm balling, balling, balling. Yeah. I'm saucing, saucing, saucing on you. You're not saying it. You're not saying it like he does it. It's crazy. Internet, okay. Google that. I have to, I have to Google that. The internet's know about it. They, they know. The internet's know about it. White Iverson. I mean, the name is pretty epic. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> practice. You talking about practice? <laughs> That's dope. The whole thing seems comedic. Like right. skit, well, I think we got the. I think we got the. Um, the fucking gamut. We have run the full fucking <laughs> gamut from Kendrick to Gucci Man to White Iverson to White Iverson. What's his name again? Post Malone. Yeah. Post Malone. Okay, we'll check that out. All right. This is what we do. This is for folks who are too old to be fucking up on shit. <laughs> Um and no, we really need little hints because you know those my those my inspiration for this shit. Our our um co-host emeritus um at Wednesday's finest who has graduated to uh, life in Switzerland. Oh, that's what happened to your co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hit me up and said uh, or he came in here and said, I mean, I haven't listened to like new hip hop after '96. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Specific in a long ass yeah, time ago. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like, that is twenty. He, he stopped years. at ninety six. You know. Wow. And um, been a lot of heat since. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Missing on. out on a lot. Exactly. So 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 we got him. We got him back integrated into into this century. <laughs> and um, but it always it always stuck with me. Like that's a lot of like a lot of people of a certain like just said okay I'm good. Like and the truth of the matter is, like it's an evolving space, and you can always learn. So yeah, you for know, sure. That's 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 what we here for, man. Each one, teach one, <laughs> and we just learned some gang shit today. 
<laughs> we learned some shit, shit about ch ch cholo culture. <laughs> we learned about the veteranos and that's right, rucas and the veteranos and rucas. rucas. What was a what is a ruca? Just like it's like another word for like your girl. Okay, like you say that's my ruca, like my right. old lady, kind of like that. Yeah, you're like oh that's my ruca, like uh -huh. it's just you know one of the got it. One of the ladies, one of the girls. You ever check out um, any of the Hernandez Brothers comics, Love and Rockets? Mm-mm. Okay, that's one. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> These guys have been putting out comics for 20 years. Yeah. And they're from Oxnard, Central California. Oh, nice. And they kind of talk about, like, just everyday shit. And it's not all, you know, just because their background is as, you know, Chicano brothers you know but so that's what they're a lot of is. it is yeah they talk about uh, it reference rock music they reference you know what i mean oh that's interesting their culture you know it's yeah. all over the place and it's just it's like a comic series has nothing to do with superheroes oh, dope. or anything else it's like a day in the life of like yeah oh nice and I'll love and rockets out. is only one of them they have more mm. like they come out on fantagraphics what is their how old are they they like well, I don't know. Yeah, they're are. they're older than us. Okay, but um, they just been doing it, and oh, that's all they out. do. That's all they do. It's like a lifelong thing. Yeah, Hernandez nice. brothers. So it's just um, but it's good to like, you know. I think we've hit the gamut today. So I just really want to thank you, Ritzy. Thank you for having me, man. We got it. I appreciate it. Thank you for the Jameson came through and the pickle bag. Yes. <laughs> I saw. I saw. We talk stuff about for a you. pickle juice drinking. Okay. <laughs> Ritzy has us drinking pickle juice up in the studio. Okay. This has I been. This, uh, for you. this is a one of a kind. Oh. And this stickers. Come bearing oh, oh, gifts. Yeah. There you go. Oh, That's a tea towel. It's a tea, it's towel. a tea towel. And it's part of the first one of my series, oh, my flavor series. Dope. So it's like a tea towel, and all of them have like hip hop references. That's so that's the first one I ever did. I, it's been a while since I've did them, but nice. for the podcast. Yeah, okay. so it has a picture of Salt Pepper, uh -huh. and it says Salt Pepper's here. So oh. like it's hip hop, but it's like kitchen, like yeah. food shit. So like I, I'm doing a series, and so that's going to be what's when I have the store. I'm waiting to do them. I have to print them still, design them, and print them still. So like the next one, um, and I thought of it before he passed away was to have Gangstar. Mm -hmm. So the next one's gonna have Gangstar on it, and it's gonna say. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. So, I catch more stunts. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I'm going to have a biggie one. Yes. Like I used to eat sardines for dinner. Uh huh. And a rock ham one. You look so good. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe not that line. That's so, so like food, like yeah, food yeah, shit, yeah. but hip hop food shit. Right. And then so you can have it in your kitchen. And useful, useful yeah, merch. Yeah, yeah. You know? I love that. I mean, because, you know, how many t shirts are you really going to wear? A yeah, lot. but you're gonna have it. Yeah. I, I mean, I wear a lot of t-shirts, but yeah. But how many? How many tea? How many yeah. hip hop tea towels are you gonna have representing exactly. in your in your home? This is like soft too. Okay, so this is definitely gonna be. It has uh, a little hook. It has a, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh shit. Sorry. I just hit the mic. It has a little loop so okay. you can hang it up. Yep. If you want to. Tea towels and pickle juice. <laughs> That's what <laughs> nice. I bring to the table. Tea towels and pickle juice. Yeah. And Jameson. RitzyPerryWinkle.com. That's right. Is, I know that merch is coming. <laughs> I picked up on that early. Once again, I'll leave you with the last words. <laughs> Thank you for coming.
Thank you for having us. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> This episode of On Some Hip Hop Shit was produced by Brandon Schultz and Adam Silverstein, engineered by Mason Booker, and recorded at the Meltcast Podcast Studios, Hollywood, California. They got street legends. Our theme was produced by King Smo of the Animal Crackers, and a special thanks Francisco, Gaston, Mark, and Mike Davis. Artwork by Self Uno. Tweet to us at our brand new handle at on some hip hop shit. And that is what's up. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.